In the wake of the PlayStation Showcase, I believe that Xbox could soundly win the face-off between the two showcases, and in my previous coverage, I was encouraging people to not compare these showcases. I thought that PlayStation had a distinct advantage since they skipped last year. I was confident they would come out swinging after skipping. It would give them this sort of unfair advantage over Xbox with first-party announcements and power, and that just didn't happened. The PlayStation Showcase maybe satisfied the public that isn't really dialed into what's the difference between a first party game and a third party game. That's not really what I want to discuss today. Many felt the lack of the first party presence really hurt the PlayStation Showcase and I argued in my previous live stream that the PlayStation Showcase was weak. And today, I want to talk about how Xbox can answer back in a handful of ways, specifically in ways where I feel that Sony fell incredibly short. Now, I put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the video. You don't have to go searching for it. It's kind of an opening monologue, and then I discuss it with the live audience. I'll also be debating the showcase today with my friend 30 and So Gaming, as well as, oh no, it's Alex. So don't miss that second stream. It'll be a separate video. Well, the Xbox Showcase is in a prime position to send a clear message after what many are calling a disappointing showcase from Sony. While the biggest and most consistent criticism being that there was just such a lack of first-party presence from Sony at their showcase, Microsoft could answer back after their own dry spell in 2022, as well as not making good on a lot of their promises from last year's showcase, this could be a good time to not just answer back to Sony, Sony, but to cement some more consumer confidence. I want to talk about this from two different angles. First, I see a lot of potential. There is a lot of vacancies in the PlayStation Showcase that could really help the Xbox Showcase stand apart. But second, I want to talk about the danger. The pro Xbox outlets, the channels, the fans, everybody sort of cheering for Xbox over and against Sony. They're sending a loud and clear message about the PlayStation Showcase. And that could come back to bite them on June 11th when Xbox takes the stage. Lastly, I do want to conclude by talking about what I want from Xbox. I actually really want them to fight back now more than ever. That lopsided feeling in the industry and in the conversation could turn a little bit into Xbox's favor. Keep in mind, with the Xbox showcase roughly two weeks away, I actually don't know how many pivots they could make. I don't expect them to completely rewrite their show, but they could certainly try to highlight certain things or even pace aspects of the show differently to help them stand apart against PlayStation. So let's just start with the potential. I think there's a lot of things they could do here to really land some good points. The easiest and I think the most obvious category is first party presence. Some of this will relate to the danger and the risk for the showcase that I'm going to talk about in a minute, but if I was Xbox, I would make sure that I stress anytime you're showing a first party, anytime you're showing something that will be a console exclusive. The word exclusive was glaringly absent from the PlayStation Showcase. Now, maybe that was on purpose. Maybe they think that the average fan doesn't know the difference. They just see 30 games announced in an hour, and they just assume these are all great PlayStation games. If you start making a distinguishing factor between, like, well, this is an exclusive 
and then these are not exclusives, you're actually tuning the consumer into the fact that, well, not all these games are PlayStation games. If you don't say exclusive, it kind of muddies the waters, and John Q. Public might not really care if all he has is a PS5, but for Xbox, it could really be a good opportunity to drive home that strong message to Xbox fans, to people that are in the ecosystem. Just keep hammering away at all those exclusives if you have them, especially if they're first party. Microsoft could also take cues from the pacing and the placement of first party. Now, there was it was difficult, I think, to know if I was looking at a first party game or a third party multi-platform game in the Sony showcase. I just couldn't really tell. But the first party studios were also paced in a really odd way. An advantage to Xbox is if they make sure to really highlight first party exclusives, they could really balance out their show. Something I said about the PlayStation Showcase was that the indie titles and the third party titles they're fine, you are allowed to put them in a showcase, but they became annoying if they're primarily all you're looking at. It's a little frustrating when first party is absent. You can actually make people more receptive to indie titles and third party multi-platform titles if you're peppering in those first party games. The second thing that Xbox could really stress is any games hitting Game Pass. Sony doesn't do day and date for PS Plus. They made no mention of PS Plus during their presentation, and this could be another dividing line for Microsoft. This would allow them to couch third-party games in a different way. The PlayStation Showcase relied heavily on third-party games, and Xbox could land some good points by showcasing the same games if they're actually coming to Game Pass. Now, this might be unlikely. A lot of those games are probably wrapped up into marketing contracts with Sony. I'll talk about that in a moment when we talk about sort of the danger that this showcase faces. But any third party that Xbox shows, if you can announce it as day and date on Game Pass, that's a solid win for them. That's a good way to distinguish yourself against what Sony did. The third thing that Xbox could push is hard release dates. I think PlayStation did a good job focusing on games that are coming within the next 12 months, coming in even within this year in 2023, but the 2023 date I found a little worrying. We're about halfway through the year. You don't have hard dates. I mean, we're practically in June. We're we're halfway through 2023 and not having those hard dates could mean that a lot of those games get pushed into 2024. Now, with what happened to Xbox last year, their whole the next 12 months thing, that really backfired on them. So hard dates, especially if you've got hard dates right around the corner, that would be a nice leg up on what PlayStation showed. It could also allow them to really stress staying on Game Pass if there's this good cadence of games that are hitting Game Pass. That's something that's always going to be a concern for Microsoft is people that just grab Game Pass for something like Starfield and then jump off once they're done. But if you can say, hey, here's all these games coming out, and if you have that regular cadence hitting your Game Pass funnel, it's a great reason to keep people on the subscription. The last thing that's a huge opportunity to outdo Sony, show gameplay instead of CGI. By now, game companies, publishers, platforms, they should really know that gamers want gameplay during these showcases. CGI trailers 
I think are fine in certain circumstances. Like, you can get away with it. I said yesterday when it's a sequel, like Spider-Man 2, because people sort of, you know, they know what that is. Or if it's something like Wolverine, where like, everybody's excited about it. They did a CGI trailer for Metal Gear Solid Remake, and I think that's fine. That's just letting people know that it's coming kind of gets people excited. But I think a great lead-up to showcases before the events happen show a bunch of CGI trailers before the showcase happens and then say, hey, see you at the showcase and then show gameplay. I think that'd be a much better rhythm than just getting everybody together for a showcase and showing me a CGI trailer for a game that I have no idea what I'll be doing in the game. So take note, marketing teams. I think lead-ups to these showcases and these events are far better served with CGI announcements first and then say, hey, see you at the showcase. That creates intrigue and interest for the actual showcase in the event, but it also gives you an opportunity to show gameplay instead of CGI. I, I just really do think it's that simple. Xbox has a huge opportunity to stress this. They could even say something like, we're going to be showing you nothing but gameplay today, or we're going to be showing you mostly gameplay in this event. I like the energy from their tweet about those 12 games, right? I, I Keep that going, Xbox. Answer back. Show gameplay. Make noise about it, okay? But with all this potential, there's danger, I think. And I want to talk about that next. There's a handful of ways that this showcase could just go sideways on Xbox. At least from the perspective of those who are highly dialed in. All right, I'm going to be fair to Xbox. I said similar things about PlayStation. Just like with the Sony showcase, John Q. Public is just not interested in all of these things that we've been debating for the last 48 hours with respect to PlayStation's events. From the perspective of the gaming press, I do think those of us that are tuned in, dialed in, Xbox is actually in a tough spot, okay, in in relation to what Sony did in their showcase. Again, for the general public, for the general Xbox user, this stuff just doesn't matter. I don't think it matters to the PlayStation user either. If all they have is a PS5 and they don't know the difference between first and third party, a lot of these debates are a little pointless with respect to those people and they make up the majority of the consumer base so some of this is uh, a little overstated but i do think for xbox's showcase they have to consider something sony went first and those 12 multi-platform games that are third party they're gonna feel like old news if xbox shows them and there's a high likelihood that they will be shown some of those titles are pretty big titles like assassin's creed often land in every showcase because it's just such a well-known title and franchise now i don't think some people realize how dependent these platforms are on third-party games look at the big image from xbox's showcase last year the famous that you know these games are coming in the next 12 months the majority of those games are third-party multi-platform games and that's totally fine that's just a wake-up call to anybody who's kind of (laughs) giving playstation guff this is kind of the way the industry goes i think the reason playstation deserved criticism is they were silent for such a long time it was well worth saying here's what some of our first party studios are working on it seems that the marketing strategy of these companies is changing they're limiting the window of marketing down to 12 maybe 18 months things that are falling outside of that window just aren't going to be talked about that's actually something we've been asking for for quite a while but everything got disrupted in 2020 and 2020 
2021, it might be time to adjust our expectations. Now, again, they could leverage the Game Pass angle. That's an advantage that Xbox has. The danger would be that those 12 multi-platform games are already in marketing contracts with Sony. And that would mean that it's very unlikely they'll be heading to Game Pass day and date. In fact, I feel like Microsoft would have stressed that they're coming to Game Pass if they were. They're like, hey, that's a great lineup. Those games are coming to Game Pass. This, again, is the danger of the Xbox ecosystem. You focus so heavily on Game Pass that a bunch of multi-platform games coming to your platform that were already announced, they're going to have less punch if you can't put them on Game Pass day and date. Your audience expects games to go to Game Pass. That's just kind of the way that it is now. And that's going to be a bit of a shadow looming over any of these titles that get announced in your showcase. Not only will it feel like old news, it'll feel like bad news if they're not hitting Game Pass. The other danger facing Xbox is if they show too many third-party games... Or too many indie titles. I expect all the pro Xbox channels and the pro Xbox outlets and Twitter users, you better bring that same energy if Xbox does it, but (laughs) I know you're probably not going to. This is why I didn't hold back in my PlayStation Showcase breakdown. It's easy to remain consistent when you're not beholden to one side. Despite what dishonest people may say on Twitter, I really don't have a problem taking the bat to Sony when I feel like they did something bad or they did something that I did not think was a good decision. And Xbox will get the same treatment. If we look at Xbox's showcase from last year, I actually expect a lot of indie games and a lot of third-party showing. But I expect the defense from the Xbox side of things will be, well, a bunch of those games are coming to Game Pass. And I'll be honest with you, that's fair pushback. It still shows that Xbox has a heavy reliance on third-party games and indie titles, but they're able to position them in a way that's interwoven with the value of their ecosystem. That's a win for Xbox, and they will likely leverage that. They do now, and I think have for some years, done that with third-party games and indies. That's largely been what you've been getting on that platform. So... That criticism of Sony Showcase that, you know, the Xbox crowd feels like they can hurl at it. Like, look at all those third parties. Look at all those indies. Look at your platform and ecosystem for the last three years. This is a bit of a pot-meat-kettle moment. You're, You're holding Sony to a standard that your platform has fallen woefully beneath. The last danger for the Xbox Showcase is they might show things too early. They might push things out too early. The continued insistence in the belief that Hellblade 2 is coming out this year in 2023, that's really worrying for me. Hellblade 1 is my all-time favorite game, and Hellblade 2 wasn't even in full production two years ago in the summer. They were doing mocap in March of this year. Xbox may feel the pressure to flood the public with big announcements or big promises, and I think that would be a huge risk in light of what happened last year with the 25 games that were supposed to come out in the next 12 months. Around 11 of them or more didn't make it. That's not going to bode well for the consumer if you just trot out a bunch of big promises again and then don't make good on them. And this leads to my final thought, my conclusion. 
I want Xbox to fight back. I've said more times than I can count that I want Starfield to succeed. I've said how much I want the big property under Xbox's ownership to flourish and to land well. The market's more interesting, creating content's more exciting if Xbox is fighting back with big titles, big launches, and big announcements. Sony felt like they played it safe. They felt like they're just kind of coasting, and when you're in the lead, you can do that, and I don't agree with that. I don't like it. It's boring. I want aggression. I want both sides swinging hard. Hopefully the tweet from Xbox is just the beginning of them kind of bouncing back and swinging back. They need to bring the heat, but they also need to bring the quality. No more Redfalls. No more 11 out of 25 games not making good on promised release windows. And the thing that's lost on all the console tribalists, if you have both consoles like me, I actually have all three, even Nintendo, you win when everybody's crushing it. Getting a Zelda, getting a game like God of War Ragnarok. Let's say Starfield is amazing. I like when I feel torn between all the games that are coming out. Right now, it's easy to skip over certain games because so many are just not hitting the mark. Watching Marvel kill it for 10 straight years while DC floundered was irritating. If you think about how comic book movies have gone, like, I didn't cheer for Iron Man while Superman and Batman were getting bad treatment. I wanted both sides of the comic book aisle to have amazing movies. And the same applies to the video game systems. A lopsided market is bad for us. Look at what happened when Marvel movies and TV shows, once they started taking their foot off the gas and they took their foot off the quality, we got Thor Love and Thunder. I don't want Sony to do that. I don't think they will purely from a cultural analysis of how Japanese business and culture exists. I don't think they'll take their foot off the gas. I don't think they'll let quality and value slip. But Xbox needs to rise to the occasion. We all win when both sides are hitting the market with big and well-made games. After it's all said and done, in the eight years that I've made content, I'm going to go where the games are. That includes showcases, announcements, and especially game releases. I'm pulling for Microsoft to score some big points this summer, because if they don't, it'll likely be more waiting and more disappointment. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. Sony certainly left the runway just wide open for Microsoft to have like an answer back showcase. Even if PlayStation held back some big announcements for Summer Game Fest, people are speculating that now. We got commentary from Tomer, Tommy Hendy, Tom Henderson. We got commentary from the Smitch, the Snitch. I can't talk all of a sudden. Basically, what it seems like is going on is Sony had trailers, actual trailers, games that are ready, announcements that just weren't in the showcase, and nobody knows why. So people are speculating, oh, maybe they're saving them for Summer Game Fest. Listen, that doesn't negate any of my problems, and it doesn't negate any of the vacancies with the PlayStation Showcase, okay? I think I know what's going on. I think I know what Sony did, but those vacancies can be capitalized on by Xbox because people are going to compare the two showcases. I said don't do it because I thought Sony was going to absolutely crush it, and they really phoned it in. First party focus, Game Pass, hard release dates, lots of gameplay, that will set the Xbox Game Showcase apart in a big way. But it also means that if Xbox doesn't deliver on those fronts, it's going to feel like a missed opportunity. 
The expectations for the showcase from Xbox may actually be higher now due to many wanting to see a clapback. That's the second thing I want to talk about. The tweet about the 12 multi-plat games, well, that could be the starter pistol. Maybe Xbox is getting ready to take some swings, but that means Xbox now has some pretty big shoes to fill. And much like I said about Sony yesterday, or the other day, they had big shoes to fill, and I said, look, some of that is their own making. And same goes for Xbox. Last year was very weak from Xbox, and the failure to deliver on the next 12 months promise certainly is a shadow looming over this showcase to a certain extent xbox could have done a very middle of the road show and they would have looked great after last year but after the playstation showcase it almost feels like fans expect more from xbox in response here's my conclusion now more than ever do i feel myself pulling for xbox to get things back on course instead of sitting beneath a monsoon of first party announcements and teasers and trailers from sony xbox actually looks very primed to answer back a lot of the property under microsoft's hood they're not just games that i like They're big titles in the gaming industry. You've got Doom, you've got Fallout, Elder Scrolls, you have titles that people are anticipating. I keep telling Sony fans, don't count Xbox out of the fight just yet. Let's just hope they can lead and land some solid punches instead of a showcase of a bunch of misses. And that's the show open. Phew, thank you guys so much for being here. I have a hard time taking a breath when I'm going through that monologue. Do me a favor, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. I will be going live with Ono, oh it's Alex, and my man 30 and still gaming in about an hour. So we have an entire hour to discuss this. I'm so interested in what you guys think. Do you think that we we see a clear and good answer back from Xbox so that they can say, hey, we've got gameplay, we've got release dates, we've, we've got things hitting Game Pass, like, right? I mean, I do. I, I think I think this is a big opportunity for them, right? You got to get one of these. I don't have the shirt command updated, but this one also comes from 80s Tees. You can use my code Lono over there. They have a ton of Black Panther shirts. You can just go over there and search for it. Let's get the coffee in the frame. Let's get the member goal in the frame. That's what you guys did yesterday. Let's reset it. The first 25, every 25, I gift five. Thank you guys so much for being here. What worries me is no leak info from the Xbox side. I don't ever really feel like... I don't ever really feel like... They do have lots of leaks. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Monologues are for comedians? What's that mean? Lono, are you going to play the Bungie new PvP game? No, I don't really play PvP games. I don't really play extraction games. I I just don't. Phil sounded confident. When did Phil sound confident? During his during during his interview? Yo, one gifted member from DK Baker. Thank you so much. Starts us off. Who wants to jump on and keep that train going? Mont Dog gets the gifted member. Thank you so much. What I don't understand is people are complaining that PlayStation wasn't investing in multiplayer games or games as service, and now they are. People are again complaining. Yeah, I mean, I said that yesterday. Everybody gives PlayStation grief for only doing single-player cinematic games, and then they trot out a bunch of shooters and games of service and multiplayer games, and everyone's like, we don't want that. And it's like, what? I, they, they've got to diversify, don't they? 
Predator with 27 months and it's a VIP giving Xbox trajectory this generation. I anticipate another wait until. I really hope that you are wrong. Sirkin says, I want Starfield avowed Forza Motorsport gameplay Indiana Jones. There you go. <clears throat> a not good enough answer back? I'm not sure what you mean. It won't matter what Xbox does. If they can't come out and say Starfield 60 FPS, if they say Starfield will be 30 FPS on console, sadly, that is all anybody will talk about. I don't think they're going to let Starfield make that announcement. I, I would, I would have, I, I'm telling you right now, Starfield's going to be 60 on the Series X. I've said that since the Phil Spencer interview. I have. I'm like, number one, he wouldn't have allowed that question. Number two, they wouldn't be planning to speak to it during the Starfield Direct because it would take the wind out of the entire day. I just, I don't think so. Legit question. Question. Can Xbox's showcase be disappointing? I feel like expectations are so low that it would almost be impossible to disappoint. I mean... At one level, I feel like I agree with you, Eugene, but on another level, I honestly feel like PlayStation Showcase has increased expectations for Xbox. Does that make sense? At least, it, we have to always remember, we exist in a different universe. The Twitterverse, YouTube, online community isn't the entire gaming community. Within that online community... I actually think everybody's expectations have increased. They're like, you better answer back, Xbox, because you are in a great spot right now. You could you could land some big hits. I literally feel like people are looking to Xbox to, to clap back and answer back. I mean, goodness gracious, they tweeted during the actual showcase. They're like, that's a great lineup. And they had, you know, 12 games on a tweet. I'm like, okay, Xbox. I said yesterday, I, I kind of dig it. Bring that energy, dude. Fight back. I, I I said it during the show open, Eugene. I feel like Xbox got a ton of pretty much sort of like mid-lane show, and everyone would have been like, that was great, much better than last year with all your broken promises, and people would have been pretty satisfied. But after what Sony did, it's like, everybody's looking at Xbox saying, buddy, you better swing hard, because they just rolled over. Now... I just, I don't think Sony rolled over. I think we think differently than the rest of the gaming world. I think Sony did something super strategic. I feel like they were playing three-dimensional chess. They were like, oh yeah? (laughs) All these third-party multiplats, it'd be such a shame if we wrapped them up in marketing contracts and announced them first, and then if you announce them, they're old news. Oh, and they're not going to be on Game Pass now. We're in a bigger, we have a bigger foothold. We have more consoles in circulation, so enjoy not having anything to put on Game Pass. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. PlayStation might be playing playing some pretty high-level chess here, and they knew exactly what they were doing. And we're all sitting here angry as a hornet. Like, where the frick are all the first-party games, man? And they're just like, chill, daddy. <laughs> we know what we're doing. And I'm still upset. I still don't think they should have done it. I think they should have gone aggressive. I think Sony should have come out swinging. They should have had trailers for games that are a couple years away. Nobody got mad about that with Wolverine. I think they set Xbox up to to land some good hits. I really do. I think it's going to be harder for Xbox to showcase third party 
unless unless of course they've got good third party for game pass because that's something that xbox can leverage that sony can't leverage sony did not once use the word exclusive and they didn't mention ps plus that's a huge thing that xbox can capitalize on they can hammer away at the at the exclusive exclusive day and date on game pass sony didn't say any of that now more than ever microsoft can really cement they can really cement game pass and xbox as an ecosystem that's completely different than what sony does I think that's what they need to do. I think they can come out looking great after this showcase. Lono is such a pony. Yes, as I just outlined all the ways that Xbox can stand apart and stress things that Sony didn't stress, and I say that Sony didn't give me what I wanted, and I think Sony should have played more aggressive. You're right, I'm such a pony. You've you've absolutely nailed me, you two-brain-celled tribalistic moron. Did you see what Tom Henderson said? Yeah. And I think they're holding on to things because they want to compete in the landscape where everybody's talking. When everybody's talking, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm not I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up about Summer Game Fest. I don't. Ooh, it's hard not to, but I'm going to give you a theory. When you're talking by yourself, you go out and claim the, all this territory. Okay? Sony goes out and claims all this territory. They're like, all this third-party stuff. This is yeah. This is on us. This is our showcase. And then when everybody else starts talking during Summer Game Fest, that's when they have bigger announcements. That's when they have surprises. Do you see what could happen? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I, I I'm not getting anybody hyped up, but I I could definitely see that as a strategy. Right now. I'm not holding out hope for that. I'm not. I'm going to go into Summer Game Fest, Future Game Show, all the breakdowns, all the announcements. I'm looking... The thing I'm looking forward to the most right now is the Starfield Direct. Starfield Direct is what I'm most looking forward to because, like, that's the one that I've been looking forward to that game the longest, and I really want to see if that game can deliver. I want to see performance. I want to see a whole host of things. Ten gifted members from Danzatastic takes us to 11 on the day. Already halfway to the member goal. Thank you for that generosity. Keep the member train going, guys. Danzatastic just threw down the gauntlet. Thank you for giving us 10 members as I bounce some idiot who said all the same stuff yesterday, saying the same stuff today. Sorry, you got to have more than two brain cells to hang out here. You're an amoeba. Shadow Moss comes in with a $5 super chat tip. I'm not understanding why people playing on Sony's uh, name like they ain't been knocking heads off Xbox can show whatever it can deliver. I'm not sure what you're trying to say, Shadow Moss. Thank you for the $5 super chat tip. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you, the thumbnail today and the title today, a week ago, I was telling people, don't compare the showcases. Sony has an unfair advantage. They sandbagged. They, they, they've got an entire showcase they didn't do last year, right? They held on to all that stuff, and now they can, they can just blow us out of the water. And Sony goes, yeah, we're not going to do that. We're going to phone it in. We're going to play it safe. Well, okay. Xbox, you're up. Xbox can stress all of the things. They can stress all of the things that Sony didn't do. 
Yo, what's good, cowboy? Think, think about it. Xbox can stress the word exclusive. They can stress day and date on Game Pass. They can stress hard release dates and so much of what was shown during PlayStation Showcase was 2023. Like, How do you not have... How do you not have 2023 dates? We're halfway through the year. They can show gameplay instead of CGI. Xbox can do all those things, and they're going to come out smelling like roses in compared to PlayStation. PlayStation didn't focus on first-party. PlayStation didn't focus on exclusivity. They didn't focus on PS Plus. They didn't focus on hard dates for game releases. They didn't focus on gameplay. Those were all vacancies in the PlayStation Showcase. Kenneth Satterth White with a month of membership. Have you seen the Game Rant article about the PlayStation Showcase? Listen, I'm I'm telling you, there is a sector of the gaming market that doesn't give a frick about any of the stuff we're talking about right now. Yo, Rissick! This guy is so generous every month. Blows the goal out of the water. Blows the goal out of the water with 20... 20 gifted members taking us to 31 I already owe you 5 the next 25 I owe you 5 more get us to 50 I see I see it in the the discord yes I I don't understand it I like I'm not saying it that much I understand the frustration with PlayStation but personally I like that Sony's not kicking the Xbox uh, when it's down says hide we can't forget that there's a working relationship between Microsoft and Sony, and when you're on top, it's not cool to flex over someone who is down, and it is safer for Sony to be quiet. Well, it also doesn't make them look like they're, like, do you ever consider this? Sony doesn't want to go out and stress exclusives right now. They don't want to use the word exclusive. Do you ever wonder why they didn't say exclusive during their hour-long PlayStation showcase? Hmm. Maybe because there's a global conversation going on about an acquisition and making things exclusive and buying up the market. And Sony's like, yeah, from an optics position here and globally, we don't really want to stress exclusives right now. That's another aspect of their showcase that I think is lost on people. They're like, we're just never going to say the word exclusive. The other reason you don't say the word exclusive is when 80% of your showcase is third party. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? If the if the entire showcase is mostly third party, you don't want to say exclusive. You don't. You're such a fanboy. Sony didn't have anything to show except Spider-Man 2, which is almost... Uh, finished a couple of trailers and all those multiplats because money and Spider-Man comes to PC in two years. I don't understand. I... I honestly feel people like you I feel sorry for people like you because you could come here and hang out and we could be friends but you just want to come in and be a sideline douchebag I didn't say anything contrary to what you just said I've continually said they did nothing but show multiplats they didn't bring enough first party I was incredibly disappointed with the showcase and it's like you just plug your ears and want to shout fanboy I, I do I feel sorry for people like you some miserable slob on the internet. You just look like a slob. A thoughtless slob. Like, sit up straight. Talk some sense. Quit drooling on yourself. Say something original. Tony's been busy since the 90s, but I suppose it's the biggest deal in gaming history. 
No release dates either. It's clear Sony doesn't have content. No, that's not clear. They did the same thing with Forbidden West. They did the same thing with Ragnarok. They said Spider-Man set for the fall. That's just not true. If they have gameplay with all these games they revealed forever ago, I think it's going to be lit. Fable, Avowed, more Starfield, Hellblade 2, Stalker is likely perma-delayed. Sure, sure, sure. Listen, if I'm, I'm telling you, if I'm Xbox, buddy, I would space out all that first party. You're going to make Sony look stupid. If, if Microsoft can space out the first party and they can stress that word exclusive, dude, they're going to look so strong. They're going to be like, look at all this first party we got. Tony Esquire with a $10 super chat tip. People acting like Zelda didn't release on top of that. Sony is delivering both Final Fantasy 16 and Spider-Man this year. These three titles are poss- and possibly Starfield will dominate 2023. Why push more stuff? That's not a bad thing either. Like I said that yesterday. I was like, dude, Spider-Man's such a cyclone of marketing power. What, you don't want to put anybody next to Spidey. Or, did you see what his trailer's doing? It's ridiculous. When your explanation for their failure is that it isn't a failure, it's actually winning so hard we don't get it. That sounds silly. I didn't say that they were actually winning so hard. I didn't say that at all. Nothing I said indicated that. No. No. I I didn't say that. I didn't say they're winning. I said they're not playing to what we want. That doesn't mean they're automatically winning. They're playing from the front. They're coasting. They're in the lead. So they're like, let's just coast. We don't need to be aggressive. We don't need to come out with a bunch of first party. That that doesn't mean, that, oh yeah, they're actually winning. No, I'm saying right now, Xbox's showcase could end up being stronger. Like, it's so, it's, it's so effing tiring having to repeat myself. Xbox could literally have a stronger showcase. I, I could say that a hundred times, it's like nobody's listening. It's like nobody's listening. They could win. They can look way stronger. They get to stress exclusives. They get to stress Game Pass. They get. They could stress release dates. They could stress gameplay. They have so many games they haven't shown. They've got Avowed, Hellblade 2. Hellblade 2's not shown anything for, what, two years? Starfield's got its own section. That's the only thing I wonder if that's going to make it harder on that. Is it going to make it harder on them because they took one of their biggest titles and gave it its own showcase? I just, I don't know. I want Xbox to invite Lono for Starfield. Why? What is this? Oh, love the comeback story. Thank you, Kent B. Xbox fans don't care about the showcase. They just want to see PlayStation fail. That's not true at all. The lack of aggression from PlayStation is what had worried me a long time with Xbox not competing this gen. Sony seemed lazy this showcase. People don't want Xbox to do good? Uh, Listen, I said at the end of my thing, I don't know why anybody doesn't want Xbox to do well. Listen, if you have every single console, you win when bangers drop. Like, you win. I win having a Nintendo Switch. Why? Zelda dropped. I win if Starfield's amazing. Like, I win. I get to play that game. Like, what? <laughs> I, I I win if Xbox can deliver amazing games. That's great for me. That's why I looked at Sony side-eyed. I was like, what are you, what are you doing? I have two gaming rigs. I've got a Series X, a Switch, and a PS5. And you just showed me a bunch of games I can play basically anywhere. Like, that's why I was irritated with them. 
Like, you see what I'm saying? But that's also why I keep telling people Sony doesn't probably care about me. They know people at my level. I'm reading reports of sales. I'm looking at PowerPoint presentations. I'm listening to earnings calls. Brother, they know that they don't have to do anything to keep me in the mix. They're thinking about John Q. Public. The average PlayStation 5 owner who doesn't have any other systems in his home. He watches that showcase and he thinks, My gosh, I have so many games to buy this year. He doesn't know which of those games are PlayStation and which aren't. He doesn't know which of those games are multi-plat and which are first party. He doesn't know. What's it matter to him? He's got one system. Duncan says, Tell everyone if they're a member to go vote on the poll. It's tied. Oh my gosh. Did you guys seriously create a tie? Guys, if you're a member right now, you can go to the community page. You can go to the community page. So here's my YouTube channel. Click on community. Scroll down. What do you want my wife and I to stream tonight for for members? 283 votes. All right. Me playing Beat Saber and other PSVR 2 titles with my wife making fun of me. Because uh, Beat Saber was Shadow Dropped. Or Fall Guys Community Game Night. We can set up private servers with a code and we can all just play together. Fall Guys is free on literally every platform. So what are you guys wanting to do? That's up to you, members. Go there and vote. Great time to become a member. I already owe you five members. I might end up owing you more by the end of this showcase. Uh, I'm sorry, by the end of the shows today. That's a great reason to become a member. Every Friday night, we hang out and have a good time. Also, you should consider upgrading to VIP. Today will be the unfiltered VIP end of the week debrief. Alex may join us for it. I don't know if he's got time to stick around, but oh no, it's Alex who's going to be a part of the second show today. Listen, if Fall Guys is such a strong second, we might just kick it to next week and just do Fall Guys then. I don't know. Recap. Okay, let me give you a recap. So, I basically outlined two headings, two categories for the Xbox Game Showcase. I essentially said that PlayStation has set the stage for Xbox to win. That Their showcase could easily be better, handedly be better. Again, this is mainly from the perspective of those of us that are super plugged in. John Q. Public doesn't consider any of the crap we're talking about. Like, the average Xbox game console owner is going to watch the showcase and, and be excited either way, but in the grand scheme of the gaming press and the conversation about how Sony's PlayStation showcase was weak, okay, I said, this is where Xbox could capitalize. There are four ways that Xbox could capitalize and has a lot of potential to put on a better showcase. Number one, they could focus on first party really stress the word exclusive Sony didn't say the word exclusive once in their showcase and their first party showing was paltry at best it was weak a lot of CGI trailers right okay the second thing Xbox could stress is game pass anything hitting game pass make that a big big punch okay now remember there's risk and danger involved here I'll get to that in a second in my recap but really stress anything hitting game pass day and date that's something that PlayStation can't showcase or talk about they have to they have to talk about game releases they can't talk about ps plus because they don't do day and date then you can have hard dates actual hard release dates 
PlayStation Showcase was largely a lot of 2023 and 2024. I don't know why we're almost in June and a lot of those 2023 dates. Why don't you have dates? Like, we're we're in the last six months of the year, okay? I, I don't get that. Hard release dates. Now, that would be two birds with one stone. That would be a nice contrast to last year when Microsoft's like, here's 25 games you're getting in the next 12 months, and then, you know, they didn't do that. And it would look good against what PlayStation did. The last thing they can do, the fourth thing they could do to really capitalize on the vacancies of PlayStation Showcase is show gameplay. There was a lot of CGI. Three of the four first-party trailers uh, during PlayStation Showcase were CGI. There was there was CGI. So you stress those things. If you're Xbox, we're showing you gameplay. We're giving you release dates. These games are hitting Game Pass. This is an exclusive. You stress those things, and you're going to look way better than Sony. Way better. Okay. Again... The guy that watched PlayStation Showcase and he owns a PS5 and the guy that watches the Xbox Showcase and they don't, they're not a part of these conversations, they're going to be happy either way. This is mainly for us. This is for the gaming press, uh, the, the subculture, internet, you know, gaming culture, ecosystem discussion machine. Like, like we're, we're talking within a certain, you know, piece of the gaming culture, okay? Now, with all of that potential comes a lot of danger. Okay, number one, Sony could have stolen a lot of thunder by having those 12 multi-plat games that could have been very strategic because Microsoft comes out in the wake of the PlayStation showcase and it's like, oh yeah, us too. We're going to get those 12 games too. That could hurt Xbox in two ways. Number one, it feels like old news. If you're showing games that people already know about, they're like, Hey man, you've only got an hour. What are you doing? You've got 90 minutes. What are you doing? We already know about those games. Right? We already know about those games. Right? Steals that thunder. The other thing that, that, that's possibly a danger with those multi-plat titles is Sony could have all those titles, titles wrapped up in... Uh, they could have all of them wrapped up in marketing contracts. Which means... If you mention those titles, not only are you saying something that's old news, you likely can't say it's going to be on Game Pass. That's another sour note. That's another sour note to the Xbox community. If you show them a bunch of third-party games that are not coming to Game Pass, that's a sour note, right? Um... Mostly agree, all those things would be good for Xbox if they do them. The question is, how likely do you think it is we see a strong Xbox showcase? They haven't shown us a lot of their first-party stuff. They bought a bunch of companies in 2018. Now would be the time to come out swinging with a lot of them. Seriously. They could have a lot of surprises. I'm, I'm not trying to hype up the showcase. I think Xbox could have a lot of surprises up their sleeve. Jojo with a six buck. What are we talking about? Tuning in late. Keep it up. I'm doing a recap of the showcase. So either rewind or listen along. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to retread it. I just started the recap. I moved from the potential that Xbox has with their showcase to put on a better show than Sony. Now I'm moving through all of the dangers, right? So they could have stolen the multi-plat thunder. If Microsoft uses those multi-plat games and they can't say they're on game pass, that's a sour note for their audience. Then. If you look at Microsoft Showcase last year, there was a lot of third party. There was a lot of indie titles. Okay? 
if you pull up that next 12 months image that they showed, buddy, that's a lot of third party. That's a lot of indies. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm going to be real with y'all. These Xbox homies out here that are like, yeah, look at all that third party and all those indies. You might want to look in the mirror. Because for the last three years in this generation, in this ecosystem, that's primarily been all you've got on Game Pass. That makes up the majority of Game Pass is third parties and indies, okay? That's pretty much what you've been getting. So if you want to get on, you want to get on Sony's head about it, pot, meat, kettle, okay? Your platform heavily relies, your ecosystem heavily relies on indies and third party. I'm not calling that a problem, by the way. The industry runs on third-party and indie games, right? The big first parties are few and far between. What fills those gaps are third-party games and indies. I'm not saying you can't do that, but if you're going to call out Sony for it, get ready to keep a tally during the Xbox Showcase, okay? That's what I'm saying. Keep Keep it even, Steven. I know you're not going to. You're going to come up with a way to, to excuse it away, but keep it even, all right? The next thing that I think is a danger for Xbox is they show things too early or they try to push things out too early. They try to capitalize on Sony, you know, making a misstep, Sony not doing a good job, whatever, like Sony not stressing first party, Sony not stressing release dates. They may end up pushing things too early or showing things too early. I really hope they don't do that with Hellblade 2. Let Hellblade 2 cook. Let it come to market when it's supposed to. Sven says, sorry for being late and missing the show open. What do you require from Xbox for this to be a W? I mean, I already said everything. I already said all the things that they would need to do to to win. Focus on first party, really stress exclusives, space them out so that your you know your, your showcase feels good. Stress games hitting Game Pass, l- l- have hard dates, and show lots of gameplay. That's how you win. Those four things. Yo, DK Beggar's gonna bump the member goal and take it to 32, and then I got a nice big super chat, a $10 super chat from Kenneth Brickley. That's his first super chat. The only people who hated the Sony show are the influencers, early adopters, and hardcore gamers. We won't matter to the Sony ecosystem until the next gen, which is still years away. Something that I didn't consider until yesterday, okay? I didn't consider this until yesterday. Early on in the life of the PS5, I think the reason they showed us a lot of cinematic trailers and announcements like Spider-Man and Wolverine is you're you're creating that that fire to explode the rocket and set a trajectory for the console. They've successfully done that. The trajectory for PlayStation 5 is fantastic. So now what's their focus? Well, now that we've saturated the market really, really well, and we're going to continue saturating the market really, really well, now it's time to sell games. And we sell tons of third-party games. There's way more third-party games than there are first-party. There's You're never going to have a cadence of first-party games that's going to compete with all the third-party multiplats that are out there. So Sony says, now it's time to announce games when they're about to come out. There's there's a lot of insiders speaking on this, by the way. Right? 
There's a lot of insiders speaking on this. They're saying the marketing's changing. You're going to get announcements, trailers, and gameplay a lot closer to when games release. You're not going to get trailers three and four years out anymore. And I think we've been asking for that. Everything got screwed up because they were doing that, and then the 2020 sicky everything got delayed situation happened yo kent b came in congratulated me on a comeback and ron m hits him up with a gifted member listen don't call it a comeback i've been here for years and i'll be here for years appreciate it what xbox has done to garner in the last 10 years to such high expectations oh i'm not saying they've done anything to garner high expectations I firmly believe we'd have Spider-Man 2 already and we'd be waiting on Wolvie if it wasn't for the sickie. I I kind of agree with you. I kind of agree with you. We'll obviously see multiple big AAA exclusives and Xboxes show somewhere. Starfield's not even in the main show and Forza will appear a little. Amos, that's the most sense I've ever seen you talk. That's the most sense I've ever seen you talk. I agree with Amos. Lucifer just got really cold. I agree with Amos. The the fact that they put Starfield in its own showcase, buddy, they must be really confident with what they have to show. They must be really confident. They they're letting Starfield They're letting Starfield have its own showcase? Okay. <laughs> okay. Lono, sorry you get called a pony. No, I'm here as a member, but as many more, because your opinion on things gaming is measured, rational, insightful. Thanks for being like that. I, Belly, listen. I want you to know something. When you guys say stuff like that, I take it very personal. I really strive to have a show like that. What's good, cowboy? Lono, if you could see gameplay from one... Only one of the games that Sony showed CGI from, which would it have been? Fair Games? Um. Hang on, I'm thinking. Because Helldivers looked really fun. It really did. For a game that's like, you know, shooty up aliens, you know, play with your buddies. I thought the graphics looked really good. Um. Usually games like that look super indie, like crappy. And I thought it looked very, very good. For the genre, it looked good. I think I might agree with you. Fair games. I, I want to see what that game looks like. I, man, I don't know. Marathon. I don't even want to play Marathon. I have I have l- l- a lot of feelings about Bungie in, deep in my soul. But I, I think I'd want to see that or Concord. Yeah, Concord had a vibe. That's true. I. It's so hard because actually... I will say this. I freaking hated that they did that many CGI trailers, but they all had like a real good feel, like real good art direction. So, Helldivers is second party, not first party. I mean, what difference does it make? It's hitting PS5 and PC. It's a console exclusive. Marathon art direction looks next level. I hope I like the gameplay. Lono in jeans. Yeah, I, every Friday morning I do a thing with my church. So I was meeting with some men this morning. Everybody lovingly calls it book club. That's not what it is, but that's what that's what everyone calls it. I've learned I've learned that in the streaming world, people mock what they love. Not all the time. But at least that's what this community tends to do. They mock 
they mock the things that are special to me it's a it's a form of endearment i think i think i hope you guys secretly hate me i'm just kidding <laughs> came in late what predictions do you have for the showcase oh i'm not doing predictions Mm-mm. that's a that's a show we'll do closer to their showcase that's not what i'm doing today i walked through all of the things that xbox can do to win because I believe that they can. I believe that they can win. I believe that we will win. I believe that they can win. I think they can have a better showcase. Like, I think we can walk away and honestly say, Microsoft did, did better. They did better. And I am absolutely refusing to get into the whole Tom Henderson and the snitch and all these people are talking about there's games that are ready, there's trailers, there's surprises, there are games that are right around the corner that Sony didn't show for some reason. I'm, I'm not going there right now. That, that might be a second show. I don't know what, I don't know what in the frick Sony's doing, but there is a whole lot of smoke from people that are really reliable. There's people that are like, dude, I have, I don't have any freaking clue why they didn't show these games. And I'm thinking, I might have a theory, but we're not doing that today. You want one prediction? There will be a lot of avowed gameplay. That's what I think. I I think there will be a lot of avowed gameplay. I think that that's going to be one of their one of their stronger showings. <clears throat> there will probably also be some Hellblade gameplay. I think you're going to see a good amount of Hellblade gameplay. I'm just absolutely praying that they don't launch Hellblade this year. I really just don't think I just don't think that's enough time. It, w- it wasn't in full production in the middle of 2021 that's not even two years like that's just such a short window for that game it's a small team it's unreal 5 it's a sequel it's ambitious they were doing mocap two months ago my prediction i think forza wins their day i'm gonna call a spade a spade if forza motorsport is a big chunk of this showcase man frick all the way off with that Get out of here with that. That's a sandbag if I've ever seen one. That dadgum game's almost... It's already supposed to be out. If they eat up a bunch of time with Forza, I'm gonna be ticked. I'm gonna be ticked. That game was supposed to be out in the first half of this year, and if you eat up your dadgum showcase with it, I'm not gonna be happy about that, and you shouldn't be either. But the cars... The cars are so sexy. Shut up. Show me new games. Not a game that's supposed to already be in the market. Can't be with a $10 super chat tip. Bro, you're such a breath of fresh air, unbiased, and just spit facts. Thanks to the membership team. Let's hit the like button, baby. You guys could get 17 more likes, get us to 50. You're in that 3,300, 3,400 ballpark. I checked it this morning. You guys want that beard to come off. Creature keeps saying he thinks it's safe. I think he might be right. I love it when Lano cusses. The heck? Cars are sexy, though. We need a sandbag emote. (laughs) Freaking sandbagging, dude. 3488. You guys are 520 away from a beard shave. That's a chunk. That's a chunk of members. Indiana Jones could appear. 
Amos, I'll say it right now. I'm totally okay if the Indiana Jones trailer is just a trailer and no gameplay. I think you're allowed to do that with some games. They did it with Wolverine. That's fine. It gets everybody excited. You don't need to show gameplay. It's just, they're making a Wolverine game. I think you can do that with a recognizable title like Indiana Jones. I think you can. You don't need to show me. You don't need to show me gameplay. You can just say, "Yep, we're making an Indiana Jones game, 2025." That's fine. That builds confidence in your ecosystem. That builds confidence in your brand. That's totally fine. I'm okay with that. You are allowed to do that with some of your trailers. You just can't do it with a bunch of them because then it gets old. Yo, Brian M with four months, Lono. You're only you're only the third channel I've ever subscribed to. Can't be easy putting on the content on a consistent basis. Keep rocking. He uh guys join up, says Brian M. Quintar's gonna get five members. He says, I want the beard. Let's get it. Come on, guys, help out Quintar. You guys let these generous homies do it all on their own. Everybody get involved. You could try out gifting a member one time if you've never done it before. It's the dollar sign at the bottom of the chat. Hit member gifting. One member. It's five bucks. Just try it out. Get a little train going. See if you guys can't go nuts. There's 681 people here. If half of you did that you'd be almost all the way there. Yeah, the Space Marine gameplay looks... It looks really nice. It does. Is that an Xbox exclusive or a Game Pass game? I can't remember. Wolverine got away with it, not because of the IP, but because of Insomniac's track record. I... I I don't know. I'll say both. I'll say both. If they would have announced a Wolverine game and we didn't even, you know, see or know who's making it, I mean, anybody, I think people would have been excited. It's freaking Wolverine. We asked for an Indiana Jones game. Yo! A one from Ula Tech and ten from the man himself, Sven, takes us to 49 and Kenneth Satterthwaite, Satterthwaite puts us on 50. And I'm 50. Look at that. Just like that. Boom. Put us into 50. And there it is. TJ Rage says, I'm going to be the agent of chaos. We're never going to sit fresh on a goal. That rolls us over to the next milestone. If you hit 75, I owe you five more. I already owe you 10 members. Thanks for being here. I have nothing against CGI reveals. I don't have anything against CGI reveals I don't want just that though. You gotta be careful with it, Eugene. You can't like you can do a CGI reveal, but when three out of your four first parties show up and that's all they got, listen, don't come back at me and say, We'll show games when they're ready. Yeah? Then what'd you show three CGI trailers for? Those games are clearly not ready. That's not your standard. You're clearly not holding back titles until they're ready if you're showing three CGI trailers. So pick a freaking narrative. I'm serious. All you all you PlayStation guys out there, pick a dadgum narrative. Oh, they're only going to show games when they're ready. Really? They showed three CGI trailers. That doesn't seem like a game that's ready to me. You can't you can't have both narratives going on. Oh, well, the reason they didn't really show a lot of stuff is because they only show stuff when it's ready. Boy, oh boy, that doesn't seem true. What are you talking about? That that seems ridiculous to me. If I would have seen nothing but gameplay, I would accept that excuse. Seriously. If I saw nothing but gameplay the entire time, 
fair games, marathon, uh, Concord. If it was gameplay, 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 I'd be like, I'm totally fine with that. You're not going to show games until they're ready. They didn't do that. They didn't do that. I'm telling you, the recipe is you show the CGI trailer and then you say, see you at the showcase and then you come to the showcase with gameplay. It's that freaking simple. Nobody wants to tune into a showcase for a CGI trailer. Do your CGI trailers beforehand. The showcase is meant to be, get this, get this guys, it's meant to be a showcase. You're supposed to be showing me something. It's in the dadgum name. You're not showing me anything. You're announcing something. Again, you can get away with it with certain titles. I'm not really going to get too upset about it for certain titles. But it was way too much. It was way too much. You needed you needed like I think only one, you know, maybe two. Once you got the 3 and then the fourth one finally had some gameplay, it was like, "Okay. I I mean, you got any you got any showcase for your showcase? You got any dinosaurs on your dinosaur tour? It's like, come on. Do you have anything to show for your showcase? Get out of here with that. Get all the way out of here with that. I don't no. I don't I don't get into that. I don't I don't buy that as a solid excuse. I don't. Alright, hang on. I'm getting the stream ready and scheduled. Any duration? Uh, I'm gonna schedule this for a little after. We'll do the twelve fifteen. I can't see myself ever playing another racing game that's not VR. Yeah, Gran Turismo VR is uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's really nice. It is. I don't even like racing games, and I was like, okay, this is kind of sick. <laughs> this is kind of sick, you know. They did a really good job with it. The first time I see a game, I'm not expecting gameplay. Is all I'm saying, right? And, and Eugene, track with me here. The first time I hear about a game shouldn't be in a showcase. It's basically a visual press announcement. It's a press release in visual form. Come on. Come on. It's in the name. It's in the name. It's a showcase. You're showing stuff, not announcing stuff. Just come out and read from a piece of paper then. We're going to make a game called Fair Games. Cool, man. What's it all about? I Stealing stuff. All right. Next up, Concord. What's it all about? Uh, there's like a spaceship flying and rattling. That's, that's all we have right now. Welcome to the showcase. What? I'm okay. I'm okay with it sometimes, but I'm telling you, I, we, gamers have been asking for a long time to cut the nonsense, give us gameplay, let us see the games. And listen, listen. If they're changing their marketing, the question is, 
Oh my gosh, I missed some gifted members. Kale! Kale gifted some members. I am so sorry. I was uh, I was doing... I was scheduling the stream and I didn't see it. We're at 56. Thank you so much, Kale. Getting us closer and closer to 75. I'm sorry for not shouting that out. Um, What was I saying? Oh yeah. If the marketing's shifting, okay, if the marketing is shifting around and you're going to do closer to release marketing, if that's the theory... I wonder if Xbox is on board with that. And if Xbox is on board with that, what's that mean for the Xbox Game Showcase? Hmm? You, 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 you feel what I'm saying? If the marketing is shifting, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think Sony's the only company doing this, by the way. I don't think they are. I think I think more and more companies are going to say it, it, it's better it's far better to announce things closer to release especially after what happened to uh, the, the Xbox showcase last year Xbox has had a rough year they're not going to be out there taking risks right yo SFC smokes a lot sergeant first class smoke a lot hitting a 61 another 5 members coming in thank you so much hang on uh, for 15 the Phantom Blade Zero game looks phenomenal it does look really good funny enough they've made mobile games before now so Lona, the marketing shift is part of why I have zero expectation for Microsoft. What do you guys think about what Eugene is saying? I'm sitting here saying I, I think they can come out swinging and I think they can win. Eugene's saying no. Could we get 14 more likes on the video? Could we get 300 likes? There's a lot of people already here. The second show is going to be amazing. Um... We got Alex lined up. We're going to be debating the showcase. He and I are going to debate a little bit about the PC thing because he made a reaction video. Yo, DK Baker with a gifted membership taking us to 62. Love that energy, DK Baker. He's like, listen, I can do little ones every now and again. Just poke that thing. Remind people to gift members to become members. Members, don't forget we have a poll on the channel. We have a poll on the channel. Let's check the results. Eugene was in chat cheering for one side. Beat Saber is currently winning by 1%. I don't think we can do both in one night. You guys think we could do both in one night? I don't think that would work. Members, you can go. Here's my YouTube channel, right? Go over here to the community tab. Members, you can see this. Nobody else can. And what should Madam and Lono play this Friday, the 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern? Beat Saber and other PSVR 2 titles and Fall Guys Community Game Night. Anybody can play Fall Guys. It's installable on every system. I'll give you a code. I'm actually going to give VIPs the code first. That's that's another great reason to upgrade to VIP. Um, We usually have more than enough room, though. But another great reason to be VIP. There's a lot more VIP than we used to have. And then we also do the unfiltered end-of-the-week debrief. We, we do that only on Fridays for VIPs. Great reason to upgrade. Current member count is 3517. So now you're in the 400s required to get 
uh, to get the beard shave. You're in the 400s. We have 274 VIPs. 274. When we hit 300, Creature and I have to play a game one day for the VIP. Quintar comes in with a 10 bomb. Quintar, the man, always so generous. 72 out of 75. Appreciate you so, so much. What about a surprise announcement like Fallout 43 when it got released within a few months? That was fun. Lethal Lady, I think that's where we're going. I think that's the new approach to marketing. Would you prefer new game announcements outside of showcases, events, and just gameplay? I, I, I don't really have like a laundry list of exactly what I want. Let me update the VIP command. It's it's a it's a little behind. We've gotten uh, we've gotten one since. Uh, it's now two seventy four. Uh, so you have 26 people it's only $5 to upgrade to VIP by the way so if you get gifted a member it, you can upgrade for 5 um it says over P- PS oh did I did I did I make a mistake and over <laughs> and over Beat Saber and over <laughs> Hilly. <laughs> if you guys already voted for Jackbox and you want to go switch your vote, go switch your vote. Does it let you switch your vote? Reaper gifts five members and takes us to 77 on the road to 100 members. You only need like 400 something and I got to shave the beard. Another big day for the channel. Another big day for members. You guys are crazy. And in about 20 minutes, we're going to be shifting gears to debating the PlayStation Showcase with Ono. It's Alex, my good friend 30 and still gaming. Mm-mm. Let me open this. Uh-uh. And let me save the image a creature made me. Three wide, Alex. Perfect. All right. (coughs) Is there a deadline for the beard? There's not a deadline. As long as we hit 4,000 members, I will do it. It, it, Once you hit it, I do it. It's 4,000 members. People forget when it comes to PSVR 2, any game that gets announced on that is pretty much a console exclusive. Yes and no. Yes and no. Beat Saber certainly isn't. I doubt the Five Nights at Freddy game is. Pride of London just got a gifted membership from Zinthos. Thank you so much, Zinthos. Bumps the number to 78. Welcome in. What if the showcase has an Activision confirmation? Well, that's not possible because the appeal just started with CMA and Microsoft has gone strangely quiet about that. Like that headline hit that China approved, but then nobody confirmed it or said anything. Like a couple of gaming outlets ran with it and then nobody else said anything. So like, I'm not really sure what's going on. I, You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Eugene says, these people are going to vote Fall Guys and then not show up. (laughs) Zubair says, I love that you're genuinely salty about this. I need you to never change. (laughs) What other console has VR? 
Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. It's a console exclusive. Oh, no, 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 that's true, that's true. My mistake, sorry. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. By the way, you'll notice over there in the corner, that's a Pico 4. I have an unboxing video that'll probably debut sometime next week. So, and then I'll start, and I'll try out some games on it and do a final review. They sent that to me. So this stream isn't, you know, sponsored by, by Pico or anything. But that's the Pico 4. It's it's really light. And yo! That, that's a big one! I really want it off from an ornery old guy, Ron M. All by himself. Drops a 50 bomb. This man putting the member count today on his shoulders. 128. On our way to the next one of 150, this guy is crazy. And that's really nice padding for the next 30 days. Like, even if you don't hit it today, man, those big member bombs really help get you close to the number. Creature says, I'm going to help chat out here a bit. The beard's never coming off. I suggest just maintain 3,500. You can't shave the beard. Let them try to Grizzly Adams. No, man. No, I believe that you guys can hit it. I believe that you can hit it. We just need some heavy hitters to come in here. You need, like, online MVP and YouTube lurker and, and gr- casual grinder. You know, we need all those guys to come in on the same day and just wham, 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 just wail on it. And you guys can brute force that son of a gun. To, 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 I believe that you can. I'll give you a member count in just a second. I don't, I don't agree with Creature. I think Creature's rooting for the beard to not get shaved because he doesn't want it to get shaved. He's worried that it's like, it's part of the brand. I'm like, it'll grow back in like six days. It'll be one week. It'll be one week. Gut feeling who has the better showcase? I actually think PlayStation hurt Xbox with their showcase. That's my that's my theory. That's not fandom. I think, I think PlayStation went out and grabbed a bunch of marketing contracts for games coming in the next 12 months. And I think they made it really, really hard on on Microsoft. I do. That's not this guy is such a pony. I I mean I, I sincerely mean it. I think I think Sony's flexing their lead. I do. I think Sony's flexing their lead. I think Sony went to all those companies and said, "Do you see our market saturation? Do you see our marketing power? Do you see our YouTube channel?" work with us do you see them over there do you see do you see their market saturation do you see how your game's going to perform on the series s uh-huh that's right come over here 12 12 third-party multi-plats that if microsoft talks about likely cannot come to game pass and it's old news at that point. It's We've already heard about this. I've been covering showcases for eight years, and once a trailer's in the wild, nobody cares about it anymore. People get mad. People get mad. They're like, dude, we've already seen this. Resident Sleeper, Resident Sleeper. Zzz, just put Zs in the chat. I'm telling you, man, I think Sony, I think Sony really made it hard on Xbox. You guys are at 3583. You're almost to 3600. That's a terrible theory. Okay. You've why is it a terrible theory? Argue why that's a terrible theory. Both both companies rely heavily on third party, homie. 
go look you want you want to do a comparison xbox showcase 12 months you want to do a comparison well let's do a comparison brother look look you don't think microsoft leans heavily on third party and 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 sony just walked out and said here's 12 third party games that you're not going to be able to put on game pass you wrap them up in a marketing contract and you say, nope, uh-uh. We get first right of refusal. And then none of those games go on Game Pass. You don't think that Microsoft leans heavily on third party? Why do you think they want Activision Blizzard? It's literally impossible to be worse than PlayStation Showcase. Do you think that as a plugged-in, super-informed person? The guy who owns a PS5, John Q. Public, the average consumer, he watched the Sony Showcase. Homie, he don't have a clue what's first party and what's third party. He just saw a bunch of games. And now when Microsoft takes the stage, there's 12 games they can talk about that we've already heard about. And they likely can't put them on Game Pass. I'm telling you, man... I am saying Microsoft can win by highlighting the four things I talked about. Microsoft can focus on first party. They can say the word exclusive a bunch because Sony didn't say anything about the word exclusive. They can stress games hitting Game Pass. That's something Sony can't do. They didn't even mention PlayStation Plus. They can have hard release dates. Sony's showcase was mostly 2023 and 2024. No hard dates. And show gameplay instead of CGI. That was another vacancy in the Xbox showcase. Listen to me. Listen to me. They can win. Xbox can win. But I'm telling you, Sony made it hard on them. Nobody realizes that yet. Everybody's celebrating and throwing confetti in the air and dunking on the PlayStation guys on Twitter. Yeah, the dust is going to settle and you're going to realize they just kind of made it really tough on Xbox because a bunch of games that are coming out in the next 12 months have already been announced and are likely locked up in marketing contracts with Sony. So you want to dunk on the showcase and say that it sucked and say that it was bad? Sure, go ahead. I didn't like the showcase either. But in the grand scheme of things, I think Sony was playing it safe and being strategic. They were claiming territory. A showcase is supposed to be about exclusives. Who says that? Who said that? Microsoft just had to show four exclusive games and gameplay and needs to be impressive and they win. Yeah, but according to you, this was a garbage showcase then. If it's supposed to show exclu- be about exclusives, homie, that's not possible. I agree with you. There should be a better cadence of first party, and that's where Xbox can win. But if in between those exclusives is a bunch of stuff you've either already heard about or can't hit Game Pass, that makes it hard on Xbox. I'm not saying Xbox is going to fail. I'm saying Sony made it hard on them. Sony went out and basically, like a dog, you know, claiming territory. That's what Sony just did. They went out there and be like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and talk about these 12 games. (laughs) Yeah, go for it. AC Mirage. Do it. Yeah, talk about Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yeah. Not going to come to Game Pass. Go ahead and talk about Immortals of Avium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Show everybody Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, go ahead. It's not going to hit Game Pass. Those are big titles. And if Xbox wants to talk about them, it's old news and they can't bring it to Game Pass. 
Sony's paying to keep games off of Game Pass. That sounds anti-competitive. Sony's locking up marketing contracts. And a marketing contract's going to always do that. Xbox does the same thing. If Xbox locks somebody up at a marketing contract and puts stuff on to Game Pass, it's not coming to PS Plus. Is John Q Xbox watching a PS Showcase? With the viewership that the PlayStation Showcase pulled? Yes. 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 There are plenty of people that were like, give me a reason to buy a PlayStation 5. Did you see the viewership on the Spider-Man trailer? Yes. John Q. Public, watch that Watch that showcase. 100%. The engaged people that debate on Twitter and hang out in this chat, you guys are a drop in the bucket compared to the global viewing audience of that showcase. That showcase was massive. Remember when I said it was going to be the biggest gaming event of the year? It's going to be hard to rival it. Did you see the viewership? They had almost a million concurrent just on the English YouTube stream. Almost a million concurrent. Are you kidding me? Their audience is global, man. I just, I don't think people, I just don't think people realize. Sony walked out in front of a global audience and basically said, ours, 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 ours. It's not first party. The world doesn't know that. (laughs) The average gamer doesn't know that. We know that and we got irritated. Can't do anything about that. I'm ticked. I was like, where's the aggression? Where's the aggression? Where's the first party presence? Rest of the world? (laughs) These games look awesome, man. So glad I bought a PS5. (sighs) I think Xbox can put on a better showcase. But it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. I think Sony very intentionally made it hard on them. Made it very hard on them. They're not going to have the viewership. They're not going to have the pull. They don't have the global appeal. You know? Who is the intended audience for that showcase? Who is the intended audience for the Xbox showcase? Um, I, I, that's a hard question to answer, truthfully. I think it's a hard answer. You know? I think they show Avowed, Hellblade, Outer Worlds 2, State of Decay 3, Contraband, Gears, and the game with Kojima. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to remember, everybody's giving Sony, like, a hard time for being quiet. Bro, Microsoft has had their own dry spell. Like, who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? Microsoft has had their own dry spell. What the frick have they done since the dadgum console released? Now, listen. I'm looking at Xbox with a bit of the same raised eyebrow as I was looking at Sony's like, all right, it's time to bring some heat. Time to bring some bombs. The PS show was the worst in the last 13 years. That's a fact. That's subjective opinion. That's not a fact. Anytime somebody expresses their opinion and says that's a fact, it's so hard to take you seriously, man. Opening with pre-rendered trailer of a live service game is a disgrace. Jim Ryan has killed the soul. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Hyperbole! 
Jim Ryan has killed the soul and identity of PlayStation. <laughs> Just, what do you want me to do with that, bro? They're on pace to out. They're. <laughs> They have they're they're gonna outpace the PS4. Wait, what are you saying? What are you even saying? <laughs> they're about to They're about to have their most successful console generation ever. And because they did a showcase that we didn't like as super hyper plugged in viewers, you're like, he, ru- G- he Jim Ryan's ruined everything. What? You got 24 studios, 24 studios working on property right now. And that showcase didn't strike the chord that you thought it should have. I'm with you. I didn't like the showcase, but I'm not like Jim Ryan has cursed the soul of PlayStation and drug it straight to hell. Like what in the world? Huh? Is this t- oh, sorry. Super chat tip. Uh, $5 tip. I steal popular names for likes. I just found out Diablo has pre-order early access. You think Starfield will do the same, assuming pre-orders uh, open after June 11th? Yes. In fact, I think they should do Game Pass. If you have Game Pass and purchase a game, you get early access a week. I've continued to say that would be an amazing win for Xbox and an amazing win for Game Pass. I need to go add... Um, himbo and, and 30 to this description. Give me one second. Um, oh no, it's Alex. 30. And it's Game as a service is Jim Ryan's PlayStation. <laughs> Golly goodness. Lonely, you just giggling at this guy after he said, killed the soul of PlayStation, has me screaming too funny. I just, I don't know what to say to people when you look at a company that is just absolutely crushing it and you're like, they're dead. They're dying. Soul is dead. It's over. Sky is falling. It's like, what? Wait. Huh? Every studio announcement leading up to this is expansion, growth, more employees, more projects, more contracts. Ben just sat down with Sony to ink another deal. Brother, what are you even saying? Now, if you watch that webcast and you say, Oh, wow. They're devoting 50% of their investment end of fiscal year 2025 into live service? Yes. And they're increasing the other investment as well. So everything you've been getting now, your traditional game investment is increasing and they're going to match that for live service. Dude, this would be like going back in time, looking at Amazon's diversification and saying... You're going to kill the heart and soul of what you're doing. They're diversifying their platform. 
because there's so many gamers out there that want ongoing live service games and then there's you and me that I want both but there's you and me that really want you know more Ghost of Tsushima we want more big epic single player or big epic first party titles you're gonna get both if your favorite pizza shop says we're gonna start offering cheeseburgers and they literally buy the store and the storefront next to them and hire a bunch of staff over there it ain't gonna hurt your pizza like they're increasing the spending on traditional game revenue and then they're adding this huge amount to match that in live service I literally thought that Amazon's gonna sell stuff other than books good luck with that nerds right like come on you're not seeing the forest for the trees he's killing the soul of PlayStation no, he's not. He got them to where they are right now. He's going to get them to the next, the next stage. And the next stage is, I'm telling you, nobody sees where it's going. You just, you're so focused on where we are right now. Technology's ever moving forward. You either adapt or die. The reason that PlayStation is looking at a mobile gaming device, VR, live service. Why? Because that's what people are going to really want in the next 10 years. You want to sit here and keep playing the same games? Keep doing the same thing? You're going to get nowhere. They got to be ahead of the curve. They're dipping their toe into every potential gaming market that's coming. A mobile gaming device, VR, live service. And being like, oh, he's killing the soul. No, he's not. He's putting wings on the turtle. This thing's got to fly. He's evolved. They're they're getting ready for the evolution of gaming. Sorry, Skips. I I didn't mean to skip your super chat. (laughs) You said that none of the games at Sony Showcase will be at the Xbox Showcase due to the marketing deal with Sony. Maybe, maybe not. They tweeted that image. They tweeted that image. I don't know if that's true, homie. Make that background green for this one. Listen. Puerto Rican Lex Luthor. I need you to stop coming in here. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know I love you, Doc. They got my little brother looking like Puerto Rican Lex Luthor. Oh, that was the best. Oh, that was so good. That was one of the best, dude. Your brother brings some good heat. He does. He brings good heat. Oh, man. I love you both. I feel, I, we got to hang out in real life one day. I feel like I wouldn't be able to breathe. I'd be laughing the whole time. I really would. I'd be laughing the whole time. <laughs> Funny, funny, guys. Is that Doc? That's Doc. That's Doc. Okay. All right, let me get this call set up with uh, these these two knuckleheads. Um, Add friends to the DM. Oh, hang on a minute. Do we have anything in here that's... Okay. Or I'm going to add him. Well, I'm just going to do a new one. I'm just going to do a new one. I don't like doing that. That that makes me... That feels... 
That feels weird to me. Created DM with Alex and 30. set right Mike can you say something I can there we go <laughs> I can talk I was going to sign the whole time for this for this show <laughs> the audio listeners are going to have a hell of a time yeah Is hear me all right? I can. Yes. All right, cool. I'm not cracking or popping, right? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. The cracking and popping thing seems to only happen when I'm in those weird, those voice chats, like video calls, it never seems to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Super weird. Yeah. Are you doing the green screen for you or for me, Alex? Uh, Either one, if you want to chroma key me out or or honestly leave the green screen up so people can make memes that's why i like it okay yeah i just i was saying you don't have to do it for me i don't i don't chroma key you guys because if i try to chroma key you i'm gonna start adding you to different pictures and stuff oh he loves the point uh let's see no that's not right here we go see make the people work for you make thumbnails for you for your youtube there you go See now, now you're. See, I think I think about things on a different level. Lono <laughs> knows that. I think about things like how can I turn this into content? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Make make that's, make your viewers make your thumbnails and stuff for you. Make, you it advertise to, for you. Yeah. You do the content, and then what you do is you cycle that content, and you go back to cycling that content. Simple. <laughs> and then you farm it really much it okay putting gimbo you are man you are really zoomed you're at your head's gonna be just that's nothing but that's all i'm gonna have is your head you want me to zoom out it if you can <laughs> yeah yeah i can zoom out better that should be yeah i build the scene on the fly on these fridays now now it looks like it looks like lono's the playstation fanboy because he's got the blue background and then alice has got the green behind him and it looks like he's the xbox fanboy there you go you i mean he is a playstation fanboy let's be real (laughs) uh you know what i hate i hate that i couldn't even i used to not even be able to cover playstation i couldn't cover it because my my audience was primarily Xbox. Like for years, oh, that yeah. was my that was my primary audience, and then I spent a whole year covering PlayStation because like that's that was the there, all the games were coming out. It was like oh well, let's cover Horizon, let's cover God of War, and slowly but surely we we garnered a PlayStation audience. So people that think like he's like he grew his audience by hating on Xbox. It's like 
I I think the issue is that the uh, the fanboys caught wind of it. Yeah. Because they can't string a sentence together. They were like, oh, man. <laughs> I mean, if you hear any of them try to speak, it's fucking atrocious. <laughs> Chat, you want, me to, you want me to put red behind me so I, I look like I'm the Nintendo fanboy? All right. Now, Perfect. we, I, uh, I'm obviously not going to, like, hit the beat button during the broadcast, but my normal broadcasts are safe for work, and then when we're done with this, I do a weekly unfiltered VIP. If you want to stick around for that, Alex, you can. Um, and try, yeah. Okay. During the north, I, I will, I, I will, I will do my best. I know okay. where you're going. I will do my best. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care because you know Mike slips up every now and again. I'm, I don't. It's not going to be that big of a deal, you know. What? I do not. You don't do f bombs, that's for sure. Michael swear every once in a while he'll let he'll let one slip. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to give you like a, this is a Christian Minecraft server, but I, you know, I'm not going to. This I'm is a gonna... Christian server. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Christian channel. Yeah, that's right. All right, chat. Thanks for the two spot skips. All right, chat. I'm going to give you guys a link to go to the next show, and then we're going to redirect as well. Uh, and make sure when you get over there, make sure you guys when you get over there, you smash that like button. It really helps us. Okay. I'm going to turn the music down one notch. I like doing that when we do these shows. Oh, I should probably tweet this out, too. So all the people can come in hoping for a fight. <laughs> That's my favorite on Twitter. They're like, gonna Alex is going to roast you up. I'm like, you know we're DMing, I'm gonna beat right? you up. I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> we're actively DMing about it. I'm like, congratulating yeah, him your, on his... I'm congratulating him on I his I hate edits. your guts. <laughs> I hate you so much. Did you know that we can't be friends even though we disagree? As soon as you hit live, Alex just does this. The second you it's disagree like with someone there, you can never talk to them ever again. You can't have different <laughs> opinions. No way. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, the feet, the feet spam, the feet spam. Oh, do they like your feet? No, so that's a that's an inside joke on the live streams that I do. I um I told a story about like I used to live like in a in a in a place where there are a lot of clubs and it's a very Hispanic culture. And so um it was uh, there's a thing called pata sucia where it's called dirty feet in Spanish. It's girls who would take off their heels to dance barefoot in clubs. Ugh. And so that's like, that was like, that's not the kind of girl you want to take home to mom or whatever. And then my chat was like, you took them home because you like their feet. And so I just lead into the meme. And then that was now the feet. <laughs> so now foot spam is, is the, uh, is the big thing. Sounds like Fort Lauderdale. Foot spam and, uh, and, and I'm bald apparently. Bald and Ben Affleck. All right. I sent out the tweet. If ben you wanna... Affleck is the other one. Yeah. If you guys want to give that a retweet, get some peeps in in the new stream when we head over. Uh, da, 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 da. I can't stand you either, Swaglord. Don't worry. His last video was funny. I like all of his videos. 
I wasn't sure if I was gonna if I was gonna make you're the a cut. Fanboy. Yeah, I'm a fanboy. I wasn't sure if I was gonna make the PlayStation cut because like you were in my stream and I was obviously not happy with the showcase. I was like, I wonder if he's gonna put me in. No, the I mean the whole point of that video was to drop a big this you like all the people that were like saying it's like the death of Xbox and like all this stuff and like overhyping it. Just to Well just to I, Yeah, Abaddon, I know. Well, it's it'll be a fun debate. It'll because I still think it's gonna be the most watched event of the year maybe only rivaled by game awards we can debate that too there's a lot of aspects that i, li- I want to discuss with you guys that should be good yeah, sure am i wearing false teeth yeah it's better that way I, I, god i was gonna go into a thing lono <laughs> i needed to stop myself because i was gonna go into a whole thing like i do on saturday <laughs> save it <laughs> save it don't cannibalize your saturday show I, all was, right? I was literally going to like roast this man alive <laughs> in the most horrifying way possible Okay. And I realize this is a Christian channel. <laughs> Please don't say that. Don't say that. We don't. This I do is not. This a good Christian channel. It's a good Christian show. I do not need that Hallelujah. reputation. Please. All right. Our Father who art I'm in wait, heaven, hallowed I'm, be thy name. I'm waiting for the basket Click. to come around. Gee, many Chris, my power is going to go out. Stop it. All right. There's links in the chat. Guys, we're going to be, I'm going to sit silent for like five seconds. I'm going to start the show. We'll redirect. You can either click the link or you can ride the redirect. When you get over there, smash that like button. Don't make me ask for likes during a podcast with people on it. It's always awkward. All right. We'll see you guys over there in just a second. Let me hit the button. Thanks so much for checking out a weekly segment where I like to sit down with my good friend 30 and still gaming. And this week we got a special guest who roasted me up this week. Oh no, it's Alex is here. We're going to debate the PlayStation showcase. Now near the end of the show, we may go back and forth a little bit on the PC video that Alex did. I didn't want to make that the focal point, but we may get there. But that PlayStation showcase was, it was hot for all the wrong reasons <laughs> this week. And we're going to be talking about what we thought about it, what 30 thought, what Alex thought, what I thought. So if you guys enjoy this kind of content, man, hit subscribe, support the two good looking gentlemen next to me. Their links are below in the description. Click on their name, check out their videos. Alex creates reviews of stuff. He roasts fanboys. You get a lot of diverse content from him. I enjoy his content. I'm going to end the previous stream and redirect everybody over. We were talking about this morning, how I actually think X 